Welcome to the Realty Podcast, where Jillian and Catherine Hyde, Vegas dwellers and real estate sellers. Want the realty on realty? Let us pour you a cup. Learn all about the ins and outs of Las Vegas and how to set yourself up for financial success. Thanks for tuning in. Let's sip some tea. Hello and welcome to the 10th episode of The Real Tea. And to mark this monumental moment of our podcast, we are going to spill the tea on everything Catherine. (laughs) How she came to be the queen of Hyde Real Estate, the queen of the Vegas game, and um, just your whole life. Are you ready? Oh, geez, we're going to be here a minute. I'm ready. (laughs) So let's get started. For those of you who actually don't know, Catherine is was born in Peru. Yes, Lima, Peru. And you moved here when? I was 12 years old. 12 years old. So fairly young, formative formative age. Yes, I was at that point where I was very attitude-y. <laughs> yes, you probably you've spoken to my mom. Um, I was attitude-y, but it was it was such a shock. I came from a totally different world and um, went from Florida to LA. And then it was just surreal being in LA and and, and being Peruvian amongst um, Hispanics, but they were Mexican. And it was just culture shock. I could speak Spanish, but it wasn't even the same Spanish. Right. (laughs) And so, as you said, you originally, you first moved to Florida, Mm -hmm. then you moved to California. Mm -hmm. And then in California, you moved around a few times, right? Right. So my dad was in um, your classic immigrant story. He was just hustling, trying to do one business after another. And he ended up getting into real estate, actually. He he wanted to uh, invest in motels and hotels. Um, that's what he ended up doing. And we ended up coming east from the beach cities. So right. prior to moving to Nevada, we were in Palm Springs area. Cool. And so from all this moving, you were able to see or get a taste of the real estate, like what a real estate market, how it worked, things like that, right? Absolutely. Again, being an immigrant child uh, with immigrant parents who are just busting their butts trying to make it, um, I was their helper, whatever I could do. And and my dad always believed that... um, You're also the oldest. I was, I'm also the oldest, and and I had to just help him with work. Um, And I did always keep an eye out on real estate, um, things that he did, things that he invested. And then of course I had my opinions. Um, it was a fantastic learning experience. I was interested in architecture. So it was fun for me to watch um, how he fixed up a motel, how he refurbished a, a house or, you know, all kinds of things that grandpa got into. Right, so you learned a lot from that. And then um, when you came to Las Vegas, not soon thereafter your move, your young mom out came Jeremy, who was on a previous episode. Um, but being a young mom, you chose to stay in real estate. Why is that? So by the time we moved to Vegas, we were, my dad had started a, a selling real estate himself right. and I was his assistant. And, um, shortly after I turned 18, I got my license. It was supposed to be a flexible, uh, job. Just to help your dad, basically. It was supposed to be a job to be able to help my dad, give me flexibility so that I could also raise my son and uh, have my own schedule, set my own hours. Uh, it was also supposed to be while I went to school because what I really wanted to be was an architect. And, um, you know, things change. Um, I ended up being good at it, really, really enjoying it. Right. And I've since uh, 
it's been the only thing I've been doing, or the main thing, I shouldn't say the only thing. Yeah. So, as you said, she was very into architecture, and you used that passion to get into development. And I remember she did development mainly, like, right when I was born, my early, early portions of my life. So, talk about development. You are, you were the CEO of High Development. Yes. So development came about, um, it was when the economy was just picking up in the early 2000s. And uh, with clients, we were thinking, well, you know, the economy is doing so well, things are appreciating, we can absolutely build or or flip our own stuff. And we did. And the development came with an idea with a client. He wanted to purchase a house. And uh, we said we could probably build something just as good, if not better, for less money. Right. And that was our first joint project. We built his house. We built several others. We ended up staying in the luxury market development area, and it was a lot of fun um, and um, learned a lot. Eventually got our general contractor's license. That was a ton of work when the economy tanked. Being a general contractor, um, we became a subcontractor for bigger companies on the Strip, and um, man, working 24 hours a day, running job crews was... That is really tough. I, took I my definitely off. have a lot of like early memories of just being at construction sites and just being like so comfortable and just like sticks of wood <laughs> and like barely a home. But um, it was really cool because she was able to just build things. She would literally think about it and build it. And that's something that inspires me is that um, like watching my mom is that she takes like the smallest little thing and makes it huge and like amazing and great. Oh, thank so it's you, definitely a great skill, but as you said, uh oh, two thousand eight. There's <laughs> the world came crashing down. Recession, and so obviously that affected development entirely. Oh, it was so scary. Uh, the banks pulled our financing. Um, just everything just stopped. It came to a grinding halt. And being the ever optimist, I um, had this. Um, feeling, you know, that this is just something we're going to write over and, and, and time went on and it became really scary because I'm like, oh my God, we need to make some money. Right. So um, that's a good lesson to save your money. You never know when that might happen. You want to have a nice cushion. Thank God we had some because it Savings helped, are important. Yeah. helped us ride out that rough um, patch. I And I actually, by then, I had I was not selling. I had been doing development, uh, then doing our own construction for our own development. And um, honestly, we just took some time off. We, we traveled right. a little bit. By the time we came back, I did some nonprofit work, which was um, uh, really enlightening, very fulfilling, something I had always wanted to, to do. And then in, oh my goodness, what is that, 2012, all of a sudden, <laughs> it, it was the market started feeling like it did when I was 18, just... I say energy, it sounds goofy, but everybody was excited about real estate again. Uh, transactions were, um, the number of transactions were, were increasing, interest rates were low, and the inventory was abundant. So it was a fantastic time for me to get back into sales. Right. And um, as she mentioned, you did some brief work for like nonprofits. And what would you like, skills you learned from there? I mean, you've definitely told me that really helped your leadership. And, right. Yeah, I think up until that point, I was pretty much a lone wolf. Um, right. Having been self-employed my entire life, uh, now having to report to a board of directors, 
and have a team, a team yeah. and nonprofit means we have to ask for grants and write proposals and meet certain criteria for, for, for the entities that are writing those checks. So uh, a lot of organizational skills. Um, I actually did not end up finishing school. So it was a crash course on how to um, navigate a, a, a team and a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Business environment, traditional right. business structure. Yeah, like a regular nine to five. You used to like work- a real job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely a pro to be a realtor. But okay, so let's talk about how the market still has the same kind of energy, but it's definitely different. So did you feel a learning curve? Obviously with the technology age entering, you were working as a realtor in basically the 90s, early 2000s. It wasn't that long ago now, come on. She's <laughs> a dinosaur. <laughs> but things have definitely changed oh, and hard and fast. Absolutely, so, so the short sales REOs had been happening while I was um, while I was doing the nonprofit work and, and right. before that. So there was a, a sharp learning curve for me to enter the market again as a, as a sales and marketing uh, realtor. Um, you're right, the technology had changed. Uh, luckily, it, uh, there are so many tools now that it was relatively easy um, to, to, to be able to assimilate again. Um, right. But really, for anybody thinking about getting back into real estate, I can't... Uh, emphasize enough the importance of leveraging somebody else's experience. I joined the team, learned a ton from them. Um, it was an immersive, almost a whole year, where um, I was able to jump in and leverage what all of these professionals had been doing while I was right. doing other work and learn from them. It was fantastic. And then uh, I felt secure and confident enough in my ability to adequately lead my own group now. Right. And so... Now, with all these skills that she's gathered, you are, you have your own team, you're yes. building, you're constantly working up and out. So how is, what's like having a team like? It's nice. I, um, it's the next step uh, right. for me. I, I want to grow and being a better leader w within real estate. I really enjoy collaborating with um, my colleagues, other realtors. I really enjoy being at this company. It's, it's, um, filled with top producers, uh, driven, competitive people. It's it's really fun. Um, it's really nice to be at this stage and be able to collaborate with like-minded right. individuals and, and, and operate just at such a higher echelon. Uh, and you've been able to catch um, many trophies and awards in your belt yes. <laughs> all these years as a top producer yourself. Um, obviously, you are a extremely like an extremely hard worker. I know firsthand. Literally, she is never not on the phone, ever. Like, so it's just, you're a hard worker, you're dedicated, and that's, you're just motivated. So how do you maintain that motivation? You have to like your work, I think. I genuinely enjoy what I do. I enjoy negotiations. I enjoy seeing the inventory. I enjoy marketing. Um, I like winning. I like getting an offer for a client. I like, you know, negotiating at top dollar for a seller right um, so that's a huge part um, I would definitely say you prefer really just like a rougher deal that takes a while but like in the end is so much more worth it she loves to be like woohoo I sold this one because yeah. um, there's definitely and obviously like real estate people don't realize that it's really a job where you have to talk to other people you have to deal with life issues like you have a few clients who you know 
very old, have a health condition, and you have to be empathetic. And I think being a mother and also a woman in this career, you are, you have like a maternal instinct of sorts. She genuinely wants to care and you do care for your clients and you really put in I all do. that effort. I've seen you like get beat up and be like, oh my God, I just need to do this for this one person. Like I swear. <laughs> and that's really inspiring. It makes me want to be like you, oh, super you empathetic. And it's just a really nice skill to have. Thank you. That's really sweet. And so obviously you work with your kids now. I do. <laughs> Jeremy, my brother, is a real estate agent now and also the director of marketing. He started off for you as like a photographer, marketer, right? So how is that, you know, the dynamic? What's it like working with family? Uh, it has its challenges because <laughs> we have, you know. Um, Jeremy's much older than or He's 10 years older than I am, but he started. <laughs> yeah, he's a full-blown adult. <laughs> we don't he have started kids, before so we... me um, working for her. So what was Well, he began like? much like you did. He was my assistant. He did when he was much younger. Um, he was uh, administrative assistant, filed papers, ran things, and installed lock boxes. That's a good thing to know. Signs. We have been giving her free labor for years. <laughs> <laughs> this has to pencil out somehow. And um, then... Um, as he went to school, you know, when he went to school, he, he couldn't work um, as much anymore. But after he came back, uh, when he had an opening, he was able to help me with the marketing, really bring me into the new age, as you say, with, right. with um, promotion and branding. It, it went along with his uh, studies as well. And that's been fantastic to have a new perspective, just something I hadn't uh, considered. Or My forte is negotiation and selling. I'm right. really good at that. Um, your brother can compliment that. That being said, he likes the money that you can make in sales, and that's where he is now. Right. Um, it's not just the two of you, though. Uh, we also have Amelia, and um, we've had um, personal assistants, which are my right hand. So that's always helpful. Right, and definitely working as a family, which I would say is very unique about us. We are hides through and through, it's tough, but it's also rewarding in a sense because I feel like um, since I've recently joined the team and taken on this role as podcast producer and social media coordinator, um, it's really fulfilling to actually see something. This is my basically one of my first jobs, so it's fulfilling to see something so tangible happening. I'm making something. And it really just brings me closer to my mom, who obviously has a very fulfilling or like a full career. And um, I'm really happy that I can add value to mm. her. You do. You bring a lot of value. I hope that you learn um, to have grit when things right. get tough. I hope uh, you can see the tenacity that work requires because it's not just this work, it's any work. Right. Just like it could be setting a goal and whether that's buying your own house or graduating from school or, or, or learning a new skill, it requires tenacity to make it through the tough times because there will always be tough times. So, Yeah, and definitely finding the family work balance. There's a bit of a learning curve. Believe me, sometimes I'm like, oh, I need alone time. But um, just through and through, like working with family is manageable. <laughs> Yeah, and for me, it's really 
rewarding because I do work a lot. I'm very much a workaholic and I would be here all day and not see you guys. So I get to have my cake and eat it too. I really enjoy spending time with um, you and your brother and I really enjoy working. This is fantastic for me. <laughs> right. So you're here right now. What would you say is your next move? I really want us to, in terms of our team production, I really want to move move us up. I would love to double our production. Um, as far as rankings go, we're amongst the top 1% of the, the county. I would love to be as, to be in the top half percent of the county. Right. I mean, it's just like clawing the, the, the ex, expert teams and agents and brokers in, in, in that field are, are so tough. There's there's such yeah. encouraging individuals that I really aspire to to achieve those results. Um, without Are you getting close. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely it's tangible. I mean, you are by far the most dedicated, hardworking person I know. And every year, she always sets this insanely high goal, and then like I literally fail every time. Not even <laughs> like January, February, March, April. She's like, I'm doing terribly. I'm doing terribly. And then come December, she's like, Oh yeah, I did it. And we're like, What? <laughs> it's more like, Oh yeah. Uh, not so bad. But you keep yourself driven and you work hard. And obviously now that you have a team, you're able to split your time more. And now you're working on helping others grow. Yes. Yes. Helping others grow, not just within my team, but also our clients who are looking to grow with their investments through real estate. Wealth building right. through real estate is something that I really believe is important for anybody who's just trying to make it in their life. I mean, it's it's how I did it being young and working. Um, and I've, I have a handful of, of solid clients who've been doing it alongside me, with me for the past 20 years. And it is super rewarding to see how right. 20 years later, even though we had steep highs and, you know, peaks and lows, um, how in the end, you know, as of today, we're still ahead. And that's, incredibly rewarding. I couldn't be prouder. I think if if there is legacy to be had, that's the most enduring. Well, I guess legacy is always enduring, but super rewarding regardless. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's pretty much your life up until now. Yeah, that's it. Let's, well, live long and prosper. I mean, she's not <laughs> going anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> but thank you so much, Mom, for obviously letting me work for you do this for you it's actually in this podcast for example is one of the first projects we've ever done together and it's definitely super rewarding and it's really fun and obviously we're on our 10th episode <laughs> and we're gonna have many many more to come so keep listening we're gonna spill more tea and can't wait to see y'all again thank you Peace. thank you for listening to today's podcast Want more realty? Hit subscribe and leave us a review. Check out highrealestate.com for more real estate opportunities. And as always, stay thirsty.